Hi. In 2019, I left my full-time job, stable career, to pursue becoming a poet. And the look that you're giving me is the same look that my mom gave me as well. I had released my first book of poetry and began sharing my work around the country, sharing poetry and telling stories and delivering messages at churches and youth groups and coffee shops, organizations, and conferences. And the first conference that I spoke at allowed me to have a booth, my own booth. I'd never had my own booth before, and I thought, wow, so this is what it's like to be on the other side. I was at a table with books and stickers and a poster that said, Tanner Olson, author, poet, speaker. And this lady walked up to me and she said, so what do you do? <laughs> I said, I'm Tanner Olson. I'm an author, a poet, and a speaker. And she said, what do you do for a living? I said, I'm Tanner Olson. I'm an author and a poet and a speaker. She said, do you have a wife? <laughs> Does she have a job? Because clearly this lady was very concerned for me, looking at me like, sir, you need a lot of help. And I, and I do, because I'm an author and a poet and a speaker, which is just an artistic way to say, I need a lot of help. Uh, so it's good to be at a conference where the theme is all about help. But it is truly an honor to be here and to be part of a conference and ministry that has been so formative and encouraging to me over the years. And when Dave uh, talked to me about the conference and invited me to be here to be part of this, I asked him, hey, like, what do you want me to do? You want me to be like a main stage speaker? You want me to be the MC? You want me to do some like breakout sessions? And he said, you know, just like uh, do your thing, man. So uh, here I am. I'm, none of you know me. This is apparently, this is my thing. But then he said, you have about five minutes. So I'm going to use all seven minutes of the five minutes that he's given me. Uh, so while I'm up here, what I'll do is I'll tell a story, and then I'll share a poem, and then I'll, we'll say a prayer, and you'll breathe because I'm no longer up here anymore, and we can just kind of get on with it. So anyways, to kick off, I'd just like to, uh, to kick off the conference, I want to share a poem titled Welcome. I wrote this one about five years ago, and it's often the first poem that I share when we do shows around the country, and it's about the two sweetest words that we can say to someone, a response to a cry for help, and it goes like this. I'm aware this is most likely your first time hearing me. Hello. I grew up down south among the palm trees with Mickey Mouse and a basketball hoop in front of our house. I wanted to be Michael Jordan until I was 13, and to this day, Space Jam is the greatest movie these blue eyes have ever seen. And I'd rather have a cheeseburger than fame. And most days, I'm called the wrong name. I'm the second son of my father. I stand four inches taller than my mother. My hero is my brother. In late one December, I said I do to a grace-filled goddess with eyes so beautiful they could shrink giants. And late last night, late last night, I was sent a gif or a jif while half asleep next to the other hole of me. And she couldn't see me giggling under the sheets as I watched a dog run into a glass door over and over and over and over. We've talked about getting a dog of our own. We will name him Pancake. And I still have a hard time being present because I'm stick on, stuck in the past and I'm fixed on the future. I don't know what it's like to live with no regrets or without dreams. And I write poetry because I can't sing. And when I dance, it looks like I'm trying to kill a bee without getting stung. And I read these words from a notebook because I cannot memorize, but I have become mesmerized by how ink changes a page. I'm no Whitman or Poe, 
Dickinson or Angela Wheezy or Taylor Swift, but I write to remain, putting the pen to the paper to keep from causing a ripple in a rift. Writing, it's the cheapest form of therapy. Saving my pocket singles and dimes so I can buy coffee to fuel this dream. Sipping myself closer to clarity and I'm chasing the heels of 34. And I thought I'd have it all figured out by now, but I've got more questions than answers. And all of my answers, they create fresh questions, a constant give and take, a swirling surrounding the pounding within, but locked within faith outweighs both, pulling me closer to a forever, a restful peace, growing beyond the deep and deep down inside, hope pumps through my veins, coursing creativity, causing a landslide of possibilities, reminding me that it's better for us to stay here together than to leave alone. And I've been someone that I haven't liked, but for all I don't know, I know that grace kills guilt, grabbing my hand and leading me to a blank page to write with freedom and newfound glory. And I don't have all the right words to say, but clearly I got a lot of words to say. And some days I think that I say too much, but most days I know that I think too much. Overthinking. Is anybody else good at overthinking? It's one person. All right. It's this constant moving within, the shaking and shifting of thoughts, getting myself lost within what-ifs, mixing myself up with mixtapes of mess-ups, replaying the wreckage of the memories that I've tried to lay to rest, and I'm second-guessing what I know to be true. And I know that I don't know much, but I've come to know that kindness isn't overrated, and telling you donuts are delicious is an understatement. I know I don't want to die with my eyes on a screen or get stuck somewhere in between hate and greed. I know our greatest response is often silence. And if you're quiet enough, you might be able to spread it. But I also know if something is beautiful, we should speak it. I know that weird and wonderful have more in common than just the W. I know that learning takes patience and patience takes learning. I know there's no shame in surrendering. And I believe humility requires community. And I know, I know that the two sweetest words are welcome home. Welcome home, well, we'll come home and we'll welcome you with arms and smiles wide, well, We'll come home and we will wash the dust from your feet and give you something to eat. Well, we'll come home. We've been waiting for you. Welcome home. Thanks. Thank you. I do believe that, that the two sweetest words are welcome home. And I cannot help but believe that those are the two words that Jesus that he speaks to us again and again. It's a response to our hello, it's a response to our confession, and something in me believes that welcome home will be the two words that I hear after my first breath. So, as we welcome up our artists, let's, uh, let's say a prayer. God, help. Help us as only you can. Amen. <laughs>